Coming to you from the land down under, this is the Inbound Outbound Podcast. Your number one source for actionable sales and marketing interviews for small to medium-sized businesses. If you're a business owner or salesperson in need of a good laugh and some great information, this is the podcast for you. And now your host, James Wright. Right. Hello, closers, and welcome to episode seven of Inbound Outbound, a sales and marketing podcast for business owners and sales professionals, providing you with tips and insights to use today to help you grow your revenue tomorrow. This week, we don't have a guest. Well, not here with us, Anthony. So this week, it's all about chat GPT. It's on the socials. It's on the news. It's in the newspaper. We haven't done it on Inbound Outbound. And Anthony, you are going to be our resident expert, because I've been literally hearing nothing but ChatGPT. I love ChatGPT. And look at us. I'm well relaxed because we don't have a guest. I've got the shoes off and we're in the Docker's Den having a colonial IPA. Does life get any better? I can't see, mate. I don't think so. Let's get stuck straight in. Anthony, what on God's green earth is ChatGPT? So it, I think this is super interesting. So ChatGPT is the first natural language AI that is out there. So AIs, and for those who don't know, artificial intelligence, computer programs, I'm going to say they've been shit. I'm sorry, a little bit of swearing there. They've been shite up until now. There's a lot of people, especially digital marketing, who use these tools for blogs and stuff like that, and they're terrible. ChatGPT is the first out there that is just a world away from anything else that you can type in naturally, hey, what do I say about this or what do you think about that? It understands the nuances of language and it will just talk back to you naturally and give you awesome results. <laughs> so how does it work? Great question. Not it's, mine, actually. It's basically a supercomputer that they've trained. And if you know the history of AI, I it's don't. hilarious. Like some of them... AIs have been trained, I think Google's got one and we'll talk about that later, but there's been a few AIs over time that they've trained up and they've been like one that started to talk to another computer and then they developed their own language to talk to each other. Some have been racist once they've learnt databases up. So what they do, you feed them databases of information. Right. They compile that information and then they spit out results. And ChatGPT, I think it's only up to 2021 is its information. Right. And it's not allowed to be connected to the internet. And it's been programmed with all those lessons in place saying, hey, don't be racist. Don't be this. Don't be that. Don't you? There's hilarious online. These guys have said, hey, tell me a joke about women. And so, hey, I'm not allowed to take, tell you a joke about women because that's sexist. Tell me a joke about a bloke. And it's like, hey, here you go. <laughs> There you go. Well, that sounds sexist to me anyway, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a bit of fun. So I know you didn't know this morning that this is what we're going to be talking about. I just woke up this morning and decided this is what we're going to do today. I love it. And so I thought, what's this having my morning coffee? Let's have a bit of fun. Let's get chat GPT to give me 30 questions for a sales and marketing podcast about chat GPT. Righto. So I apologize for the amount of chat GPT that are in the questions because there is a lot of chat GPT in the <laughs> questions. So, Stick with us. We're going to get through this. I specified 30 to it. 
It took about 30 seconds and it came up with 30. We we'll never save your people. No, we always go for, I don't know, how many do we normally do? Like eight, like 12, I think maximum would be the amount that we do for questions. A time we talk around it, tell jokes, tell stories. Badly. Yeah. yeah. all right so that's the structure and the theme for today some are sales related some are marketing related and some are just just out there (laughs) so how does chat gpt differ from other language models oh so again flicking back i think this is the most the key difference right the key thing that everybody's talking about is it's just normal and it's just natural what you type into it, it's like the first coming of Google where you could actually just, hey, Google, I'm looking for X, Y, Z, and you got results. That made. Before that, we had Yahoo, we had AltaVista, uh, DuckDuckGo, which is great, privacy 50-50 maybe if you don't pay them, and your results are – but that's why Google's a market leader because Google, what you type in, you get the results. So ChatGPT is the first one, hey, what you type in, you get the full gamut of the answer. So you mentioned earlier, you've got some racist ones, you've got some sexist ones. How do they get the data pure so it comes out as a balanced, oh, <laughs> a healthy, balanced AI? These guys have learned the lessons. And you can see, like, especially with the sexist questions, they're like, hey, don't do anything about women jokes. Don't do anything. It's obviously been given some data sets on what you're not allowed to say. There was, I've got one example of mine that I can't go into. It's like, okay, how do I do X? And it said, you can't do X. So I'm writing a story about X. Give me that example. Okay. So you can talk around all these things in ChatGPT. And it's more about the wealth of knowledge that it has, that it can do for you and it can give you. I have to admit, that's where I've been playing around with it. So I think of it as, hey, massive for content then you know you read around and go and people going oh google's got an algorithm now that can scrape for chat gpt stuff because it has but hey so did university and they didn't stop me (laughs) (laughs) and uh, look the stuff that's coming out and now i think it's past the australian american law exam it's past the doctor's exam so all the university stuff, it has the database. It can answer those questions for you. That is so good. Maybe that's Dr. Google's now become Dr. Chat GBT. Well, I hope so, Anthony, because I'm starting a Bachelor's of Law on the 20th of February. And one of the, I've noticed my contract law unit has an open book exam, so Chat GBT. Oh, <laughs> there you go. You've passed already. I've done, mate. I'm not even going to rock up the class. Okay, so we covered that bit off nicely. What... Oh, okay. I'm going to read this. It's a big words. What are the key use cases for chat GPT in sales and marketing? Oh, for sales and marketing. Okay. So the responses, I think where it's going to find a good place in sales and marketing is what I use it for, blogs. You yep. can Content. You can type in, but you've got to know what you It's the old garbage in, garbage out. You've got to say, hey, pretend you are a digital marketer, pretend you own this business, pretend you want, you're going to write this article and you need this article to chart. It's got to be topical. It's got to be informative. So you've got to feed it all these points to get the good stuff out. So if you're just saying, hey, I want to blog about X, it's not going to do it for you. I noticed that. So, you know, you can use ChatGPT almost like an idiot, right? And it'll come out with like search engine responses. But the cool thing was that, so for a bit of fun, I 
copied and pasted my resume. Yep. Pasted it into ChatGPT. And then I copied and pasted a random job advert and pasted that in. I said, hi, ChatGPT, with my CV and with the position description, job description, can you write me a cover letter? It's brilliant. And it did. And it was a good one. A friend of mine, same sort of thing. Hey, Anthony, can you help me? Here's my CV. Can you clean it up? And jobs and stuff like that. Straight in. Straight into ChatGPT. Here is document. I'm going to give you two documents. Document one, document two. Document one is the resume because sometimes you run out of space. So they have a character limit on it. So here is document one. Here is document two. Combine and cross-reference the two and spit out a cover letter with everything it's asking for. And you know what? There, there was one, there was a use case last week, and I can't recall, but you would be able to Google it. And it was, okay, somebody used ChatGPT to apply for a position with their own, in, within their own company. It applied and it got shortlisted. And that's the cool thing, is that if companies are going to muck around with all these buzzwords and everything like that, there's no reason why we can't play the game as well. No. Not at all. And they're starting to go through. So now they've got AI detectors. Right. It was the, you've got an AI and now all of a sudden somebody's brought an AI detector out because they don't want the kids to use it because, hey, we're at university. We don't want the computer to do the work for them. So here's an AI detector. I'll tell you a way to get around it in a second. And they're saying, okay, this AI detector, it's going to detect if you use it. So they're starting to use that throughout the internet. And they're finding all these big sites like, oh, allegedly, like the CNN website, a few IT websites, they've been using it for ages. I'm not surprised. Have you read any of the articles, even on the BBC, oh, they're garbage. absolute trash? <laughs> <laughs> garbage. If you have garbage, yep, that's an AI. Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. I, for me, I see it as well from, it could be a really cool chatbot. This is a use case. And especially if it could be trained to provide solutions or consultative-based selling, I think it would be really good at that. So. What do we want to do? So let's say as a digital marketer, you set up the website, you set up the funnel, you set up the appointment form. Hey, it's going to capture your details. You like the product that I'm selling for a, a consult, type in your information. Here's the, what date and time do you want us to get back to you? Um, and away you go. And then you're asking think, it questions. But I think it could even go further than that because it could, like what would stop it from you yourself putting in all the information about how you would sell to a customer about the product and everything. Yep. And it could spit that back out whenever someone asks a question. How good is that? I think that's brilliant. You could, that's all about data points and data sets. Yeah. You could put everything you want in there and then imagine spitting it out to a customer and as a boss. So we think about the bosses that you and I know, imagine saying, okay, it knows that, Hey, What's going to be out there is what you've defined and what they believe is correct. I don't want my bosses to know it's out there, to be honest. (laughs) Or that's how I use it. (laughs) So if you're a micromanager, this tool's for you. I think so. And I also see it as a really strong place in CRM. I think you could use it for a data cleanup. You could. You absolutely could. You could chuck in CSVs if they didn't have a limit at the moment for ChatGPT. You could put in some big files and say, hey, clean it up for me. Yeah, get rid of my duplicates. Yeah. Like that in itself would be really good. Everything, yeah. I mean, we, I, we this week, today for- well, I had a customer come to me and try my IT brain, say, hey, Anthony, I've got a CSV, a file. It was a stock file Yeah, that they've gone to, 
they needed to export it from their current accounting system sure. and get it into the franchisee's system. So it came out, if you ever used Excel, you can get it as a comma-separated value, CSV, and then they had to convert that to XML. So it helped me to do that. Getting a little nerdy. You could get nerdy, it. talk nerdy to me. Yeah, you're running a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet. Basically anything. It could do your own formulas. You know, like those massive ones oh. that you've then missed the one bracket? It I could do it for you. I was there. <laughs> I had, so a spam, I had a customer who's using this email relay client. And the whole thing about it is they've got such an old website, not in WordPress, it's in Craft CMS version 2, and it's been hijacked by the Russians. So basically, when I say hijacked, they're using it to relay mail through it, right? And I can do about it. The guy doesn't want to spend 10000 to rebuild a website. It's three websites, by the way, not one. That's why it's so expensive. So all I can do is try and manage this form and put in like a blacklist and do what I can to manage it. What I said to it was, here's an Excel of all the bad email addresses. And it was like hundreds and thousands. So I concatenated that down. I tried to Excel to remove the duplicates and I was asking it for Excel formulas. And it said, hey, try this one in this column. So it was telling me all the complex Excel formulas. Boy, stupid, do it. And I'm like, this is awesome. Hey, that didn't work. It's giving me this response. Okay, try this one. I love using it like like a moron does. And it's just been... I saved myself 45 minutes of coming up with some insightful podcast questions today. And it's just, it's been a smile <laughs> on my face. Did you cheat? Is totally, that what we're about? That's exactly what we're about, Anthony. <laughs> Finding shortcuts, insights, and tips to help insights people and tips. out. Yes. And this is an amazing, all, you know, hopefully an hour long insights and tips. So digital marketing, blogs, what else? Con- so content, ads. ads. It could write your call ads to for you. Could do your call to action for you. It could write your scripts. Scripts, yeah. Or your YouTube videos, if that's where you're going down. Could write all your product manuals for you. Yes. So let's talk about not just ChatGBT. We're broaching a couple of things here. Are we? There is, I'll give you a couple of other things that I've come across. Tango. Tango is one where basically it's an AI. You want to do, I'm heavy on process. I love processes, process nerd. You could record basically your screen with this Tango program. I haven't used it, but I've looked at it and- basically record your screen and say, this is the process from start to finish. Oh, you're joking. It puts it, all screen captures, writes it all down, puts it into a document for you. Here is the process. Oh Done. my God. I'm going to be employee of the year tomorrow when there's, I come up with that. There's another one that I'm on the beta for called Jounce AI, Jounce, J-O-U-N-C-E. Basically that goes out to search engines and say, what are people asking? Um, okay, here are your highest search engine sponsors. So write articles. You don't just write a random blog. Here's like the top 10 that people are asking questions about that you will rank for. So here's the headline. Then write about that. What else is there? There's just, it's monstrous what's coming out at the moment. Can we, I'll go into ChatGPT again. There are all these API calls, which are like computer calls to ChatGPT now. Hold on. What's an API? So it's an interface. So it's saying a computer program will have a computer interface with ChatGPT. So they've made it for WhatsApp. So people using WhatsApp, you can interface ChatGPT with WhatsApp to respond automatically for you. Oh, yes. Chatbots. I've got a the amount Chrome of scammers plan. I get on there oh. just talking to ChatGPT would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. 
I've got a Chrome plugin. When I type in a Google search, another box to the right of it, ChatGPT. There you go. Wow. Oh, my day. So we're going to be playing around with this for a little while, I think. But question four yes. on ChatGPT's 30 questions. How can ChatGPT be used to enhance customer engagement and improve customer satisfaction? I think that instantaneous response, intelligent response and targeted response. So where I'm a customer and I get a chatbot saying, hey, yeah, the chatbot's not on the moment. Oh, okay. It's a product in America. We're in Australia. We're literally the other side of the planet. Yep. So We're at I'm least gonna, 20 years behind everybody else. Oh, exactly. So, hey, you could put chat GPT in front of that and they could say, hey, here's the information you need right now. And not only that, it's value information. How good is that? It's pretty good. I think personally. I'm just trying to think of other ways that you could use it to, in terms of like customer complaint disputes, you could give it a parameter, set of parameters it could operate in. Yes. I think you could say, okay, give me your complaint number. What was your purchase? It could reference the database. Okay, you bought X. What What's your issue? One, two, three, or five. Okay. Well, even if it was just listening to the conversation and actually taking notes. Yeah. For a complaint dispute, because there's heaps of times when you've gone on, you know, you've had a complaint, you've logged the complaint, and then you call the custom, the company back and they go, oh, there's no data of your complaint. I know what you've done. And that would be pretty interesting as well. I think at the end of the day, you still need. You it's, still not, need a, it's not ever going to remove. No. A, a hu- people like talking to people at the end of the day. Exactly. And that's where I feel my job is pretty safe. But you still need to, you know, it's, it's like planes. Aircraft, especially the jumbos, they can fly themselves. You, they don't need someone there. Yep. But it makes everybody else feel so much better <laughs> <laughs> that there is someone. You still need that human. You need to trust. I think that's the key for me and sales. It all comes back to you buy from people you trust. Absolutely. So you're not going to buy from a chat GPT robot. If I knew what I wanted, <laughs> I would. When you, like for those customers that knew exactly what they've wanted, they've done all the research and yeah, I can't if, persuade them one way or all right, the other. So what we're talking about is product based. So Absolutely. let's say if you have a product and probably then I'm buying on price. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I think we're buying it's on like price. It's like what Graham was saying. Like how he's going, if I'm online, it's just basically a pricing discussion. So three? I think it was three. three. Yeah. Yep. And he was basically saying that the reason why he's online well, is he's not online because it just becomes a pricing argument. Yeah. That could take care of all that. Absolutely. And we've got a couple of models that has worked appliances online. No retail model, no retail bricks and mortar store, all online. So it's just, hey, this is my price. We're going to try and give you the best price. So I think we keep coming back to chatbots really, don't we? Chatbots. Yep. Yeah. But that's going to be monumental for a chatbot because no, those things give give me the shits. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question five. I know normally I don't do this. I make this sound like a really fluid conversation, but I think this is really fun because people can actually see what sort of questions it's uh, done for Chet us. GBT has yeah, that's the reason why I'm doing it this way. Up. Can you give some examples of successful implementation of ChatGPT in sales and marketing? I can't currently. Such a boring question. Yep, definitely not. There's no question. personality in it, is there? No. <laughs> Where? Where? I would say that these, okay, yep, I've got a couple of invitations. So let's loop back to, hey, my little box beside my 
Uh, or a something that Google you, something. Search, no, I'm not going to let you shortchange our no. listeners, Anthony. We. What have you actually seen? Because I've seen okay. nothing. Blogs. Blogs. Oh yeah, you write them. Hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. People are smashing it out. People have actually now. Here's a new one, and I'm going to try and drop all the good AI tools that I know of that are brand new. So I've just seen Zimwriter, Z-I-Writer. So it's brand new. It's getting a lot of talk at the moment. You put in your keywords, you task it. What it's a, but it's an app. It's an yeah. app. It's not a online program. I think it's more of an app, from what I understand. Okay. I think it's a lifetime deal for about two hundred dollars US. You put in your details, you put in your keywords. It'll do you a blog, but then it also has an AI dodger where it'll try and rewrite it so the AI tools to find AI content won't pick it up as AI. How's that? That's helpful. Very helpful. <laughs> Kids, when you're writing your exams, this is for you. Come to Inbound Outbound, oh, baby. So here goes a couple top tips. So AI detectors can't detect nuances when you say hey this tool is really good brackets in this environment i've seen people put comments into chat gpt that said hey make rewrite this that's great with spelling mistakes brackets all the stuff that it will make it think it's a human and it's come out and it's beaten the detectors i think the way it should be used and you can correct me if i'm wrong is use it as a starting point Right. So let's say you're doing something you only know a little bit about. Right. And you go, I just need a bit of inspiration here and get it to write 3,000 words for you or something like that. And then you go, cool. And then you go away, do your own research and then apply what you've researched into the vomit (laughs) and then meld it together. And I don't think you, you could detect it because then there'd be your personality into the writing. Basically, what's come out with is factually correct. When it writes for you. So I'm the kind of guy where it's hard for me to come up with ideas. I'll you're a numbers man. Idea. I, Definitely. When I come up, I can edit the hell out of anything. So I'll rewrite something, no stress. To actually sit there and come up with an idea and write from scratch takes time. But rewriting something that maybe AI has started off for me, cool. So my top tip, and AI is only good. AI writes in a certain way. So... Even if you've typed it in, you've rewritten it, and you said, hey, no, nah. it's still going to come out, spit out as AI. Those sentence structures are all AI. AI can only write realistically. I know some people would disagree with me here. I'm going to put it out there and say AI sweet spot is about 400, 500 words. Yep. Max. Sure. Google wants six, 700 words minimum. That's my top tip for you people. If you're writing a blog – Needs to be six, seven hundred words minimum. Ooh. So you've still got to take it out, add, remove, put it through your Grammarly and your Microsoft Word to make sure it makes sense. Fair enough. How does ChatGPT handle language nuances, sarcasm, and emotions? Answer B, it doesn't. Nah, I don't think so. It even says it doesn't. Seven. Yeah. Can ChatGPT handle multiple languages? Yes, it can. And it's very good at that. Ask it anything, any so, language. But Anthony, so am I. Io sono italiano. Je parle très bien français, en fait. I mean, beautiful. Lovely. I'm clever like that too. Moving <laughs> on, question eight then. How does ChatGPT ensure privacy and security of customer data? <laughs> now this is... 
<laughs> Is this going to be your TikTok moment again? Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, I think at the moment it's all private servers. It's quote, unquote, still in beta. It's not doing anything bad. Sure. Nothing. Gets, it can't talk to the internet. Nope. It's up to 2021, so I wouldn't worry. <coughs> Question nine. How can ChatGPT be integrated into existing sales and marketing tools? So I've got a theory for this. I think easily, very easily, because it's API-based, Salesforce straight away. Salesforce. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was, and all the listeners, go back to episode one, two, three, four, five. Let's talk nerdy. All right. Metrics. Go That's on, what the bosses want. Going back to last episode, we are talking with Matt about the sales process. Yes. What time was it responded to? How long did that take? Was it responded to? Did they have any other questions? What's that costing me in chat GPT versus a human being? Yeah, okay. Am I saving a heap of money? All right, so let's chat about that a little bit because let's get really nerdy on this one then. So you're saying Salesforce could just pull out its normal reporting. So yep. it would tell us leads, opportunity, basically everything that a sales manager could want. But then we could get into how quickly did we respond to chat GPT would then pull out how quickly did we actually respond to them. So how well were we listening? I think that would have a lot of merit. And if you're a business owner, okay, James costs $250,000 a year. At least. What am I saving by spending this money on chat GPT instead of an FTE? Exactly an FTE, right. a chat bot that's going to be there or a response that's going to be there 24-7 versus a human being who needs to be fed, watered, needs electricity, internet, blah, blah, blah. Well, exactly right. If you're looking for a sales admin, you're not going to hire me. And I'm lying about those numbers, all the numbers. <laughs> uh, you're not that far Pulling off. it no. out of my butt. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. So Google's coming out with their own chat GPT. Nobody knows about it yet. It's brought up the principles of AI again. And there's a few companies that have signed, hey, we won't make AI conscious, to, for lack of a better word. How far do you go with this? How far do you go before Sky? I think you're nearly there, to be honest. The issue that I have with it is that the genie's out the bottle yep. and you can't put it back in. And Sorry, people- what's Skynet a reference to, mate? Terminator. Yes. Were you worried I was too young? No, I was, <laughs> I'm worried more for the listeners. Oh, behave. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm going to skip a few here because I felt like they're boring. And as we okay. discussed, ChatGPT can't do personality. So I'm adding in no. some flavor. Can ChatGPT handle complex sales and marketing scenarios? I'm going to say no, but it can help do some of the heavy lifting. My scenario is this engineering firm got to do a tender. Yes. Could fill out the tender for you. Yes. Based could. You could do it based off your scope of works. Just download basically your scope of works into it. You would want someone qualified to go through it all, but you could do that train chat gpt in our processes correct and that's not giving it some extra data moment. and this yeah. is where i think it's got yeah. uh, this is where i think it's got a bit of, a bit of legs if you like but i can tell you what chat gpt is not good at mate go on then maths i'm not good at maths. anything to do with maths useless absolutely useless do not use it for anything at all it's not going to give you a good idea excel formulas tick maths cross no good. I was trying to work out the dates for a payment the other day and I said, okay, how many weeks, how many fortnights between this date and that date? And it couldn't even work that out. Crazy. I can't. I probably Crazy. couldn't work that out for you either. But then I just Googled it and <laughs> Up again. away you go. 
Different horses for different courses, as I like to say. And that's the great illustration. It's not the be-all and end-all, but it is pretty good. I think it would be amazing for creating memes. Oh, I'm really into my Eddie Hearn memes at the moment. Yep. Have you seen those? Nope. No, I knew you were lying. <laughs> I just knew it. No memes, yeah. Eddie Hearn, no. Oh, he's a boxing promoter. He's from the East End of London, but anyway, I'm not getting involved. But super entertaining fella. And he's just, he's more famous for his memes than he is his boxing promotion. So I, but anyway, that's completely diversion. But yeah, I think it, it would create memes around your content for sure. Okay. I'm sure there's an AI for that too. There probably is. There should be anyway. And if there's not, that's- an AI for everything. There's though. an AI for everything. Okay. Interesting one for you. Can chat GPT help businesses to identify new sales and marketing opportunities? You know what? I'm going to say yes. I think you could put in some detail and train it to come up with something good for you. So you could say, hey, I work in this industry or act as if you are a digital marketer and you're trying to get your website to rank for these keywords. I think Keep talking. I'm just getting be... GPT up and we're going to see what it can do. Awesome. All right. New sales market. How do you identify... New sales and marketing opportunities. Just literally verbatim going into ChatGPT now. Let's think about it. To identify new sales and marketing opportunities, you can follow these steps. Conduct market research, analyze competitors, and still think about it. Identify customer pay. So basically, no, you've got to do it yourself. <laughs> oh, you could tease it out. You could. I think you could tease it out. Yeah, that's a good example of me using and it like an idiot. We were talking before. ChatGPT. It needs data in. That's yeah, what it needs. Is it needs data. It's taking me two hours to get what I want out of it because I keep on refining. There's a ChatGPT4 coming. There is. Just add another data set. Yeah. And the big competitor <clears throat> will be now Google's Bard. Bard. I love that name. Bard. Bard. At the end of the day, I think it's going to be a race to do what you love to do, Anthony, and monetize it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to cut down on a lot of hours for people. I agree. That's where I'm going to use it. It's like going, hey, I don't want to type, type out this tedious piece, man, copy and paste, in it goes. It might be for a corporate thing, nothing that's really going to get overly looked at, something that's a bit more of a throwaway, maybe my annual leave email response, something like that. I can just go, bah, 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 copy and paste, in it goes. la da okay. bish, bash, bosh, off we go. I, here's an example for you that I used it the other day. I was building a website and I asked it for, so it had to do with fruit and I asked it for fruit puns. Squeeze the life out of your competition or there are apples. Of course, because you've got there that. There are apples. Yeah, you've got that fruity tooty website. I just think, I just think for quick like snippets that you're after, I think it's yeah. amazing for. Yeah. I love it for content. Really Amazing for content. I think it's going to weaponize and nuclearize SEO. Do I think it, we're going to be seeing a weapons race between the detectors and the AI itself? Yes. I think that's going to be interesting. Otherwise, oh, I think anything with data sets is going to be amazing for. If you've got big data sets and you just want some really funky sort of answers, then I think that's where we're going to be. Beware of these lifetime deals that are coming out that hook into ChatGPT because- Yep, it's here now, but I think we're going to see an evolution. I think we're quite quickly going to see another yeah. leap. Had now the revolution, I think it's going to be an evolution from this point. Yeah, I, I think the big winner is chatbots. I really do. Yep. 
other than that. Chatbots, content, what else? But then I think that really challenges you to then have to go, how can I make my content unique and relevant? Because no one's now going to read a blog because they all know everyone's an AI is going to be doing it. So we're back on to my favorite, YouTube, <laughs> which I think is going to be the way forward and podcasts and doing things like this. Yeah. Now, I think I'm going to cut it there. This has possibly <laughs> been the toughest episode we've put together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the reason why it's been so tough is because it's really new. Neither of us have really played with it. We've just started to start using it and it's, it's on the tip of everybody's lips, but I think might be a long way to go. Yeah, exactly right. And the tip for everybody today is get an account, play with it. Play with it. Just for the people out there, they are going to monetize this sooner or later. Word on the street is it's going to be $42 USD per month. There you go. Bit news. I think that's pretty decent. Yeah, it's not bad. Look, if you think about it, how yep. much was Hootsuite? It was quite a lot. Oh, ridiculous. Yeah, so, you know, so basically a virtual assistant. Pretty, there you go. Pretty good money. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. So we're going to call it a wrap there. All right. We will let Michael take it away. Thanks for listening to the Inbound Outbound podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share with a friend and leave a rating and a review. We'll see you next time on the Inbound Outbound podcast. Outbound.